Stories of the human spirit. Candid conversations about action, passion, and love. The law of action is about living in balance, moving forward with momentum in inspired action. Overcome challenges, create success, amplify your life, and achieve things you never thought possible. It's all waiting for you. If you're ready to break through your fears and live your life in massive action, this is the show for you. He's a best-selling author, speaker, advisor, your host, Mr. Action himself, Rob Actis. Welcome to the show, Action Takers. Glad to have you here. This is the Living the Law of Action show. It's based on my book, The Law of Action. And I love to connect with the movers and shakers of the world who are passionate about the good they do for others and who listen to their hearts taking inspired action every single day. If this is your first time joining us or you've been with us for a while, I want to personally thank you for listening in and being here. Please rate and review Living the Law of Action show on your favorite podcast platform. On this show, my guests are incredible. People who are forces for good in the world around them and live a life of inspired action. My guest today does just that. If you want to learn how massive action yields massive results, idle money makes no money, and you don't listen to people's opinions, you listen to their inner spirit, this is the show for you. My very dear friend, Sean Douglas, is here. He is a U.S. Air Force veteran, TEDx speaker, master resilience implementer, and suicide awareness trainer, business positioning strategist, international podcast show host of Create, Launch, Monetize podcast, and a best-selling author. He's a suicide survivor who hit rock bottom. He believes that you are created for a purpose, and once you unlock your true potential, you will elevate your life, which is why he founded the Success Corps. Sean works with entrepreneurs, speakers, and business owners to improve their positioning in the market, which increases profitability while decreasing their anxiety and stress so their business thrives. Sean, welcome to the Living the Law of Action show. Hey, brother. Thanks for having me on your show. Absolutely. I mean, this is what, your seventh, eighth, ninth time on the show, something like that? Yeah, man, it's got to be. I've been on the show before, I swear. <laughs> it's so it's funny. Like a little running joke. <laughs> it's kind of an inside joke. So we'll talk about this a little bit. If you don't know, Sean Douglas and I have been friends for a while, and I just purchased Sean's show, Life Transformation Radio, which is another one of the podcasts that I now own and run. And um, mm-hmm. it's funny because I was never on the show. He always said... I go, when am I going to be on the show? Dude, you've already been on the show like a couple of times. I was never on the show. And it's so funny. It's kind of like the cobbler and their shoes. Like we talked every single day and it sounded like we always were on a podcast just from the conversations Mm -hmm. that we have. And so we both thought you'd been on my show. I thought I'd been on your show. You thought I'd been on your show and we never have. So- (laughs) Today's a lot of thing about action. You do a lot of stuff, but I really want to cover a lot of things. So first off, welcome. Second of all, thank you. There's a big event happening June 2nd. Like I'm excited. There is. June 2nd, 2021 on Life Transformation Radio will be the celebration of the 500th episode. That's huge. And it's not 500 episodes since 2008. It's 500 episodes since 
2018-2017. It's not, it's only three and a half years. Incredible feat. Now, you know, when I purchased Life Transformation Radio from Sean, I said, dude, you're always welcome to come back. Your spirit is always going to be in there because you took something and built it into something really magnificent. I'm glad to take the torch and transition into this new direction. You're going one way. I'm going a different direction, but we're in this together. And let me tell you, man, mm-hmm. you're coming back for the 500 episode. And yeah. it's moved really, really fast. And I took over April 1st and the 500 episode is already here. So yeah. it's, a, it's a big celebration. So um, you are, first of all, a massive action taker. I mean, I am Mr. Action. I take a lot of action. And what you've accomplished is truly remarkable. So let's see, podcasting, you have a book coming out. Tell me about your book, your book. Yeah, so the book is called From No Worth to Self-Worth. And what I found is that domestic violence rates increased in 2020, suicide rates increased in 2020, abuse of drugs and alcohol increased in 2020, diagnosis of mental health, like depression, anxiety, stress levels, everything like that, all increased in 2020. And I think that they were already there, but the situation just exacerbated them even more. So what we've written is a collaborative book between me and 11 other authors that talk about our stories, not so much about us, us, but like the experiences that we've been through and the times that we did not feel like we had any value. Just the opposite. It feels like we took value from people and never gave back. So a lot of what you're going to read inside this book is from authors who want to teach you how to do video, but didn't feel that they were pretty enough to be on the video. You're going to hear from people that were alcoholics and realized that a weekend blackout Waking up Monday morning, realizing like it's only Friday. There was like, no, dude, dude, it's Monday. You you were alive the whole weekend, but you were like drunk the whole time. Like didn't even realize it. You're going to hear people that didn't feel like they had a lot of self-worth. And so they did a lot of harm to themselves. And how do you find it? How do you find the self-worth? And so we go from no worth, no value to self-worth in here, in our, in ourselves, in our spirit, in our mind, body, and soul. Yeah. It's a, you know, Sean has an incredible story of suicide survival. And if you go to life transformation radio, you can hear his story. It's pretty uh, emotional. And he was very vulnerable and very open about a conversation that we had. It was the the last day of before you pass the torch to me for life Mm -hmm. transformation radio. And uh, it was truly an incredible story, and it says so much about you, is that you went to, dude, you hit rock bottom, and yeah, look man. at you now. Like, look at you now. <laughs> it's it's amazing what you've done, and and it's not just 2020 that, that suicide was, was, was big or, or that domestic violence was big. It's still now in, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, and it's permeating into kids as well. Um, oh, yeah. I have a very dear friend, her, her daughter's best friend took his life the other day. It was just horrendous. And, um, we just have to be really aware 
of that people are going through a lot of stuff. And so what I love about this show, the podcast, Life Transformation Radio, is that there's a lot going on, but I think people can learn that you can overcome life's challenges and that you can learn from other people's life experience so you don't have to learn it yourself. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I like to think that going through an experience gives you a whole different set of experiences. Absolutely. Like I want to fail. I, 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 I want to fail. You know, sometimes I secretly like, what if I just started over? <laughs> like, I think that was maybe part of the reason besides like military retirement. And I'm like, oh man, like I'm, I'm going to be out of the game for, I mean, I'm going to have so much stuff coming in June and I mean, even in May, I was so busy. And it had just been one more thing piled on. I'm like, man, I got to offload something. And I was like, I wonder if I could just find someone to host the show. Like, man, that would just, that would free up so much time from communicating with guests and scheduling guests and, you know, just all the stuff that's involved with running a show. Yeah, thanks a lot. You never told me it's a full-time freaking job. I hire a full-time staff <laughs> member to run the freaking hey, show. I, I'm, I'm like, I mean, you have an amazing show. Oh. I, I know, and I, I can't Everybody believe. Everybody wants to be on it. I know, and and the thing is, is not everybody <laughs> should be on it, which is amazing. Right. So I have a responsibility right. to all the listeners to pick the right people to be on there, but I will say that you definitely take massive action and you had massive results. Look, you were doing, and it's funny because I'm, I'm sitting here thinking of someone listening to this show right now going, okay, so what show is this? Is Living the Law of Action? But here's the thing. Sean is the epitome of someone who takes massive action. And that's one of the things that him and I really, really have the same wavelength on is that we do massive action. And honestly, I guarantee you, if this would have been handed off to someone else, it wouldn't have elevated the way it is. It wouldn't have. I mean, you no. set me up to to thrive. Not a clue. And no. Yeah. It would have gone. Yeah, they, they wouldn't have had a clue. <laughs> no. Yeah, and and, and would, I didn't. They, they would have been like, oh, I can't do this. Yeah. And so I adjusted. And that's one of the things about the law of action of deciding, planning, and act is that you can adjust. So you ran the show four days a week. What was it? Tuesday, Monday through Thursday, right? Tuesday through Friday. Tuesday, Tuesday through Friday. Friday. Every single, right. That's what I'm going to say. Live, 2.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, every single Tuesday through, <laughs> through Friday, right? Yep. You were live on the radio. And I did that for yep. three weeks, two weeks, and then I'm like, okay. <laughs> Well, I also have five podcasts. So, well, that too. You know, but yeah. I also have a full time job with my coaching and the other mm -hmm. stuff that I'm doing, and I have a brick and mortar business. And so, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I didn't want to like half ass anything. Like, one of the things right. that I did was, you know, I adjusted. So, you teed it up to be so beautiful, like, really beautiful. And then I added my, you know, the essence of Rob to it and, and made it my own. And I kept the core of Life Transformation Radio. I love the fact it was live. I hated the fact that the way that it's broadcast because of compression and the technology, right. it didn't yeah. sound as good. 
And as someone yeah. who's a voice actor and an audio engineer and someone who really cares about quality audio, I'm like, what do I do? So I adjusted and I pivoted. And the lesson is that you can adjust when you're taking action. And I then record my shows, usually the day of, or I'll bulk record a couple days. And it's allowed me to really deliver the quality that I'm committed to deliver to the listener. And mm -hmm. it's allowed me because I believe, and you know, Ian Lobos. So we're starting the Men in Action show. And that's really all about men in action. However, the difference is we have balance in our life. So mm -hmm. I was committed to balance in my life. So I made those adjustments. You can be in massive action and have massive results, which you do. and you're still a family guy. You still spend time with candy. Mm -hmm. You still spend time with your kids. You still do that. And, you know, kudos to you for what you set up. So how do you manage all of that stuff? How do you decide where you have, you know, I'm going to apply this here and this where you have the balance because you really need to have balance in your life. You being a suicide survivor, you having other challenges in your life. You have to have that balance because family and community and your inner tribe is one of the most important things you can have. It's really all we really need in life. Stuff is yeah. irrelevant. So number one, stop with the hustle porn. Yeah. Hustle, hustle, go, 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 hustle, hustle, like four in the morning to like midnight. Like Here we go. Hustle, Here we go. Hustle, hustle, like I'm, I'm applauding, man. Hold on. Here we go. You know, I, I it's it, just it's just ridiculous, man. It's not sustainable. You can't sustain that. You're gonna no. get burnt out. You're gonna start resenting things. You know, there was a point where my wife and I would, you know, I, I would come back from a weekend of speaking events, and then like Sunday night, we'd be like, okay, let, let's hang out, you know, whatever for a little bit. And I'll say, all right, I gotta open up some emails, I gotta do these other things. Like we spent our hour, two hour, whatever together, and then I'm right back on the phone you know, answering emails and like all this stuff. And then Monday morning, like it's go, go, go. Like, let's roll. She goes, geez, you're gone all weekend. I get like two hours with you and now you're back to the grind. Yeah. It's like, yeah, man, grind and hustle, hustle and grind. Like that's, that's what we got to do. And then it came to a point where you needed to set boundaries. Cause she's like, man, you need to set some boundaries. Like you're in, like you're in it, you know? And, and she likes that about me, but she not at the detriment. Like, Hey, I miss my tablets. husband. Yeah, I miss yeah, my husband. Like, like not at the detriment that tablets and cartoons are parenting the children. Right. And right. not the parents, which I, which we heard a lot about in 2018, 2018, like screen time is bad. And then all of a sudden screen time is not bad when you're in a pandemic. Weird how that happens. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't hear any people going, oh my gosh, the screen time is ruining my child. They were like, no, increase it. Like, increase it. Like, where's the studies for that, right? I want to see the brain studies for that. But I had to set boundaries. So number one rule of success. I don't care what anybody else's rule is. This is the rule. Number one rule of success. Schedule everything. Everything. There's yeah. a famous quote by say, that says, there is no success with failure in the home. Your home life's got to be on point. There has to be an understanding between you and your spouse, you and the kids or like whatever. Like there just has to be. Yeah, schedule, 
schedule, <laughs> everything. And I'm not even talking about, I'm not even talking about like, you know, I got a podcast at 9 p.m. And then there's nothing else on your schedule. Right. No, your schedule doesn't stop at 9 unless you go to bed. Like, what happens at 10 p.m.? Is it family time? Is it shower? Are you going to like, you know, for you women out there, you're going to take a bath? Like, are you going to soak in a bath bomb? Like, what, like, what are you going to do? At 11 o'clock, what are you going to do? Are you going to eat something? Or are you going to like, you know, smoke a cigar in your back deck while drinking a IPA? Like, like, what are you going to do? What time do you go to bed? Schedule the time that you're going to go to bed. I'm talking like from the moment your eyes wake up, everything better be scheduled. If you wake up at 4 a.m., it better be 4 a.m. Wake up, 4.05, drop a deuce, 4.10, shave, 4.12, 4.30, 4.30, take a shower, 5 o'clock, eat breakfast, 5 Like your life should be scheduled. And what made this easy for me was that I've been in the military for the past 20 years. My whole life is scheduled. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. From basic training, through especially basic training, through tech school, through every single duty station, every deployment I've ever been on, like everything is scheduled. You have scheduled places to be. You have scheduled missions. You have scheduled like everything that you're ever supposed to do. So you have a set routine that you need to get into. Well, there's a lot of people that I talk to. They're like, man, I don't know how you get so much done in a day because it's scheduled. People, what they do is they're like, okay, I have a podcast at, at noon. I have an interview uh, for somebody to come on my team at 1.30. I have a meeting, a business meeting to do some business with somebody at 2.30. At 5, I have, whoa, 2.30 to 5, what the hell are you doing? Right, right. Are you watching Netflix? Right. Are you watching YouTube? Are you learning something? Like, like what are you doing with your time? And the fact that people can't schedule themselves in hour blocks and figure out what they're doing in, in that hour block blows my mind. You can't tell me what you're doing from between noon and three, but you know that you have a couple of meetings. You go, well, what are you doing between there? Are you right. eating something? Like schedule your lunch, schedule your lovemaking time with your wife or your husband. Like you need to schedule yourself and what gets scheduled gets tracked and what gets tracked gets measured. You cannot complete a goal without measuring something. You cannot complete a task without measuring something. When you go to build a house, build a car, build anything, when you create something, you have to measure it in order for it to work. Otherwise, it just looks like complete hot trash. The fact that people aren't measuring their success and they're saying, oh, I got five clients and those five clients netted me $20,000. Cool. Well, what was your goal for the month? Was it 20 grand or was it 30 grand? Was it five grand or was it no grand? Like right. you need to measure what you're doing. And so scheduling everything allows you to track your progress. And so when you track your progress, it gets measured. Yeah, I love that. And the other thing is, so, Taking over Life Transformation Radio has had a significant impact on my schedule. I wasn't super scheduled, but it was live. And I'm like, I'm committed to this. Like, so I'm on Clubhouse and I do Club Pod. I do a, a room in there, Breakthrough Fear, Motivational Podcast Mindset every Thursday. And I committed when I told Steve Olsher, okay, I'll give you a year. I'm going to do this for a year. And it's on my schedule for a freaking year. And Life Transformation Radio was at 2.30 p.m. So I'm like, how do I do that? So what I did was 
I now record it live on Clubhouse at 1230. Mm -hmm. And then it airs at 230, which is great. I have a very dear friend, Rebecca, just love her. One of my, I just love her. She's my inner tribe. She's the coolest person in the world. And her calendar is amazing. And I've talked about it before on podcasts. And she schedules every single thing in her life with her family have access and her friends have access to the calendar. And you, you know, you need to look and see if you're going to ask, hey, can we go to sushi on Friday night at two, you know, at 2 p.m.? Uh, I better look at the calendar and see if she's available because she's probably not. She books 90 days in advance. Mm-hmm. It's just, she's so, yeah. but here's the best part about this. And I think this is so important. You know, the grinders don't get this, is that part of being in action and living in massive inspired action is also taking care of yourself. So self-care is so, so important. And I look at, I'm looking at her schedule right now, busy. Rebecca's personal time, personal time, family time, specific time with this. Mm -hmm. And it's very light out. And since I've been using my calendar that my my incredible personal assistant, uh, Brenna, has set up for me, it has really allowed me to get stuff done. And I'm pretty effective. I get a lot of stuff done. And I do a lot. But what's been powerful is... I can now go back and look Look at all the stuff that I did because I can see everything that I did because everything mm-hmm. was there. It's kind of overwhelming when I get an alert in the morning at 6 a.m. or 5 in the morning says, you have 13 things on your calendar today. Like, wow, this is my seventh podcast today, my seventh show. I was a guest on a few, and then I did some of the different shows that I did. And mm-hmm. it's amazing, but I feel really accomplished. I got up at 4.30 this morning, did my miracle morning till 5.30, Felt great, woke up with purpose. All of a sudden, I got my alert. These are all the tasks you have. I look at my schedule and I'm like, man, I accomplished a lot today. So I concur with Sean and he's very successful. That's the only way that he would get everything done. And I love the fact, you know, you take massive action and you get massive results, but I I do believe that partial success of that is derived from the fact of your military experience because mm-hmm. they don't put up with you not knowing what the hell you're doing. You need you. It's right. all you're doing this, then you're doing this, and you're doing this. There's not like a lot of idle time in the military. I don't know. I'm not in the military, but I can just imagine there's not a lot of idle time. They want every value hour for every dollar they're paying you. They want it all. Am I correct? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's especially in my job where like F15 mechanic, you know, like F15 crew chief. And even when I was a drill instructor, I mean, everything's regimented, like go, 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 go. Right. Yeah. So a lot of the military do is they live off of energy drinks. Uh, They live off of the tasks that we have to do because sometimes it takes a lot of work. You take a breather, you're like, let's go. But it it gives you purpose. Yeah. And when you have a lot of, I, I think there's a, in my opinion, there's a, there's a misconception about the difference between motivation and mindset. Because you can have a really bad mindset about, man, I really don't want to do this. Like, man, this is going to suck. And you like begrudgingly like drag your knuckles out to the airplane. And you're like, it's so hot. Like it's 120 degrees in the desert and we got bombs to drop. You know, like pilots are coming 
and we got to go kill bad guys. And you're like, man, it's 120 degrees in Bahrain. Like, it sucks. Like, we're in Afghanistan, and it's just unbelievably cold. And I had no idea that Afghanistan got cold, and it, like, snowed. I was like, this is ridiculous. I mean, it is blowing in the mountains. I'm talking like if you're in Colorado on a mountain, it's blowing cold. Like that's what it felt like. And we were like, this sucks. And it's so cold. And then you do it and you're like, okay, I got to get inside. Our task is done. We got to go. Jets are in the air. We got to go. Boom. We're out. Right. Or like you go to like the Middle East somewhere and it's like super hot. And it's 120 degrees with the engines running. It's like 150. Wow. And I mean, it's like a hot blow dryer, like F you in your face. You know, it just, it just, man, it just sucks. And um, I got to tell you, you go out there and you do the job and the jet comes back without bombs on it. You're like, oh, (laughs) all right. All right. Like you, you inherently know that dude, my mindset is not where it needs to be and I'm not super excited and it's really hot and I'm sweating and this sweat runs down your wrist to your, to your, the back of your arm, which like sucks so bad because the sweat's just like dripping down your arm and you're sweating and you're hot and you're tired and you're angry and yet you just do it because you're motivated to do it. There's an inner drive that you have and I think people that don't take action are missing the inner drive. You can call it your why, you can call it your what, you can call it your mindset, you can, whatever. I'm telling you, there's an inner drive that's missing, the motivation, the inspiration, whatever. The difference between mindset and motivation is the fact that the mindset doesn't always have to be there. The mindset doesn't always have to be, I'm 100%, I'm ready to go. Like It doesn't always have to be there. But that inner drive, you can't teach that. It's just in, in inherently in your spirit. It's in your body. It comes from a place of living in poverty, of wanting to kill yourself, of being a drunk or an alcoholic, of ruining relationships and living at a low level. And at some point, someone in their life says, F this, man, I'm tired of living at a low level. Like this sucks. Can't pay my bills. I'm living in my car. This sucks. And I'm never going to do this again. I'm never going to put my family through this again. And it comes from a place where I sure as hell don't want to go back there. That's that's the value that you have inside yourself. That's that self-worth and that inner drive, you know, that has to be there. The mindset, like you may not always be motivated about doing six podcasts one day. You're like, dude, I'm so tired. Like, God, I just really can't do another one, but but I have to. And you push yourself. Without the drive, you would say, you know what? I'm done it for, dude. I'm out. Like, I'll reschedule. And then you never reschedule. Or you start breaking business meetings. So you start breaking tasks and you start breaking promises and you start doing whatever you want to do instead of intrinsically the value that you have inside you that pours out. You can see it in Life Transformation Radio. You can see it in Law of Action. You can see it. In your books, you can see it in your commercials. You can see it in everything that Rob Actus does. There is an intrinsic value that he holds right here in the tip of his chest. And it just pours out into every single thing that he does. That is what people need. Not another mindset course. Not another like rah, 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 like hustle and grind. Like you need to develop 
hear the value that sits at the top of your chest and it just spews out over everything you do. That's what people need is that drive. Well, thank you for the compliment. And, you know, congratulations to you from all that you accomplished. But I wanted to say this is that everyone has a story and it's really important to understand that if you're listening to this podcast, you don't have to have that story. And I would hope that you don't have to have that story. I don't want to think that, you know, you have a gun in your hand and you're going to commit suicide or you've gone and had a gun to your forehead like I have and someone was going to kill me. That was really scary. I don't want you to have that. But it's those moments that you can learn from. Hal Elrod, you know, being almost cut in half in a car accident and being in a coma and being dead and all that stuff. Learn from these people. That's your opportunity. And and that's something Listen. you should schedule. Like, I set my yeah, personal development absolutely. time. I listen to other podcasts and I am always learning. I don't watch a lot of TV. Like I'm in, I think it's called Masterclass. And I was just watching Gordon Ramsay the other day. And I was watching Steve Martin on how to be a comedian, how to do comedy. And it was just, it was perfect for me. Just nuances of that and learning from people that have already been there instead of trying to reinvent the wheel. A lot of people don't realize that all that information is out there and you just have to go out and reach and grab it. There's so many podcasts with incredible information, YouTube channels, um, all these courses, amazing that people have taken their life's work and put them into programs that will transform your life and learn from that. And I'm not even, I'm not even specifically talking about any specific program. It could be underwater basket weaving or cooking or comedy or whatever you want to elevate your life with or sex yeah. or relationships or whatever. It's just important that you invest in yourself and that you take care of yourself and that you have that personal time for you and you do the self-care. That is so important. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's hit on this for a second because you brought up something that, you said you wish people wouldn't have to go through a story and we're going to stop you from going through these difficult situations. And it's kind of like your kids. Like you tell your kids, like don't be with that person or don't make that decision or man, it's not going to, it's not going to end well for you. Like you don't do that. Please don't do that. Like that's a really bad decision. I don't think you should move into that house. I don't think you should move to that city. I don't think you should take that job. That's not going to work out for you. And what do they do? They do it anyways. Or, they say, okay, well, I'm going to trust you and I'm not going to do it. And then come to find out, you're like, wow, thank God I didn't do that. Like that would have yeah. sucked. Right. The man, that, that job I would have took, man, FBI raided that place and it was a Ponzi scheme. Oh man. I almost, man, I almost took that job too. Right. But, but you never know. Right. You could, you could not go through that story and you could die in a plane crash. Right. I mean, you could not take that job and die in a plane crash, or you could have taken that job and made a million dollars. Like, no one's really going to know. But what I want people to understand is I hear this all the time that, well, I don't have a great story. I'm not interesting. So I can't be a speaker or a podcaster or a guest on podcasts. Oh, I don't have a story. So not true. You born in Beverly Hills with a silver spoon in your mouth. Everyone you has a story. Speak into the microphone with that silver spoon. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you better, you better leave that spoon in and keep talking. To, like, just because you don't have a traumatic story doesn't mean 
that you're not good at something. Right. It doesn't mean that you didn't go to college to be a business major and then created the world's best barbecue sauce. Right. Like, how was your childhood? It was great. My parents were married. We were millionaires. I had a maid clean my room. I never had to clean my room. And uh, I still have a maid now. And I would listen to that podcast. I'd be fascinated. And I would listen to the show. I know. know, Here's the thing, because people don't realize that there is so much out there. I would be, I would so listen to that show because I would really love to know, look, I grew up poor. I didn't have a lot of money. I struggled. It was terrible. I hated it. It sucked. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember to tell you how poor I was, I used to get free lunch. I'd have to stand in a stupid line and get the free lunch because- we didn't have any money. Single mom. It sucked. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I would love to know what it's like to not have to think about where your food's coming from. Or you could go mm-hmm. on vacation. I didn't go on vacation when I was a kid. I, you know, what would that be like? How would that, how, what would it be like to have everything laid out for you? Anything you want. Hey, I'm going to go to the, to Mexico for a vacation. Um, dad, mom, will you, you know, get the jet jet gassed up? What would that be like? That would be really fascinating for so many people. And then other people, uh, I had a really boring, perfect childhood in a middle America house. And, you know, the one thing we had was love and we had apple pie every Friday night and this, that would be a fascinating podcast. Everybody has a story and it's the nuances in those stories that really are beautiful and that that inspire people like if if you were a multi multi-millionaire and you were totally out of touch and you grew up with a gold you know silver spoon in your mouth and then you heard a podcast of an Amish family and how they grew up it may really put things into perspective for you and it might change your whole direction of how you mm-hmm. see the world yep perspective is the gateway to opening your mind. There's so many times that we hear about politics and religion and abortion and the second amendment and like all this stuff. And you have people on one side, you got people on the other and everybody in the middle ain't saying crap. Like they don't want to get even get involved. (laughs) Right. But if we just listened to other people's perspective, yeah, I built a multi-million dollar business because I was poor and, you know, we, we ate apple pie every Friday because by Friday, all the money's gone. and That's all we had. We had fresh apples because we had an apple tree in the backyard. Yeah. Well, maybe they loved apple pie or maybe they were lucky enough to have an apple tree in the backyard and they had fresh apples all the time. And when they ran out of money, that's the only thing they had. So they made apple pie. Like, it's fascinating to me that people are like, well, how could you believe that? And mask or no mask, like this, this whole debate and everybody has a opinion about everything. And I'm telling you, if you stop listening to people's opinions and you start listening to yourself and you start listening to what you bring to the table and you listen to what your spirit says, your life experiences will shine through. doesn't matter if you come from Beverly Hills or you come from New York, you went to NYU and you went to Harvard and Yale or you went to no college or you slept through high school and smoked dope. Like you have life experiences and everybody is uniquely qualified to bring something to the table. So much talk about not taking action. is like, yeah, but I don't know. Like, what do they think about me? Who cares? Exactly. Like who? Ca- like 
you're so concerned about what the neighbor will think about you when they, they can't even get their own house in order. You know, they're busy counting everybody else's blessings, but you're missing the blessings in your own life. Exactly. And like, what are we, what are we doing? You know, it's funny because people think, what are people going to think of you? Look, they're so focused on their life and their troubles and their situation and their story. They don't even know what the heck's going on in your life. They really mm-hmm. don't. And, you know, the people that are aggressive, the trolls on the internet or what have you. Oh, yeah. No, here's the thing. So, even to the point, and I'm getting really good at this. As I get older, it's just like, look, I'm a grown-ass man. I really don't care. I don't want to get involved with you. Um, you know, I was in a situation recently, and this guy went went nuts. I wasn't even I wasn't even doing anything. I was standing there. The police were there because of of, of something that he was doing that was really having an impact on people. I was happened to be there, and he took all of his aggression out on me. He fought a police officer to get to me to want to fight me, and I just stood there. Why? I didn't feel the need out of ego to like rile him up and get him even more excited. And right. because, and then I was thinking about that, you know, what a sad life for this guy to be so angry and to hear all the things that he say and what pain he's in. Now, he's going to get the help he needs because he's going to alcohol therapy. He, he, he was arrested. I testified against him. He was found guilty. He's got alcohol therapy. He's got anger management therapy. Um, he had to pay a fine. He's got to go to counseling. He can't do this. He's got an order of protection against me. And, you know, it's funny because in the police report and even in court, they were talking about it. I did nothing. I did absolutely nothing. And the reason, I'll tell you why I did nothing. The only way I would have done something is if he would have broke free of that police officer and got it at me. Then I would have had to defend myself. But I here's the thing. One, I don't want to engage with you. I don't like you. I don't like your energy. I don't want you in my life, period. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to engage with that. And I made a very conscious decision. I just stood there. I saw the police body footage and I'm like, <laughs> I just stood there. You know, he's like, oh, you're just going to stand there. You're just such a little blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, even the police officer came up, they go, I am shocked that you just stood there. Thank you for doing that because it was a really bad situation. He's fighting me to get to you. You know, I could have been, oh, you know, rah, 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 rah. No need. I didn't want him in my life. I love my life. I don't want that complication at all. What's most important is that you identify that. There's people who have toxic relationships with people and feel the need to continue in that relationship. Yeah, it's terrible. Whether it be because that's all I can afford, you know, like nobody will ever love me. This is the only person that will ever love me, you know, and and there's a lot of abusers out there that go, you'll never find somebody as good as me. You'll always live at a low level. You'll never be good enough. Like, And they're just tearing them down so that they stay with that person. It's like crabs in a bucket. When one crab tries to leave, the other crabs pull them back down into the bucket. Yeah. And so... I won't do business with people simply for the people that they associate with. I I literally have turned down business deals because I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't think so, man. You got three or four people that you hang around and claim to be really good friends with that are just not good people. Yeah. Like, like just, well, you don't even know. I mean, mm, I know everything I need to know. So as we start to wind things down, I love how you decrease anxiety and stress so business can thrive. So what are some action steps that someone can do 
to reduce the anxiety and stress and thrive in their business? Number one, an attitude of gratitude. Scientifically linked, studies proven, gratitude reduces your anxiety, stress, and depression. 100% hands down, undisputed. So three times a day, gratitude. Or a minute or two or three minutes in the morning, Tony Robbins talks about priming. He primes himself every day by having one, gratitude, two, breathing, so meditation, and three, something motivational he'll read or listen to. Yeah. So what I do is my morning routine is like gratitude. As soon as I wake up, I'm like, what am I grateful for today? And then the second thing that I do, and I ask myself this all the time, like, what am I willing to do differently? I have to do, be, keep doing something different because I'll get burnt out or I just don't care no more or something. Like, I always have to not like mix things up, but what are you willing to do differently? Let's say you failed at something the day before. Cool. You failed. Awesome. Love failure. Lots of learning. What are you willing to do differently today so you don't fail? Because if you keep on doing the same things and you keep on failing, that's literally the definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome. Well, stop expecting a different outcome and actually take action that gets you a different outcome. So I always ask myself, what am I willing to do differently today? And then the third thing that I ask myself and that I take action on is what am I willing to do more of than anybody else? So gratitude, what will I do different? And what am I willing to do more of than anybody else? And so it takes a little bit of kind of comparing yourself to other people, a little bit. But really, it's like, what am I willing to do more? You could say, what am I willing to do more of? Am I willing to love more? Am I willing to give more? Am I willing to listen more? Am I willing to see more? Am I willing to do more, schedule more, live more? What am I willing to do more of? And if you can do that, like those three steps, if you do that every single day, the massive action that will happen in your life will blow your mind. I promise you, it will blow your mind. So Sean, I want to thank you very much for being here today. I really appreciate it. Mic drop, that's all I can say. And if you want to find out more about Sean and, and, and be part of his momentum and his massive action taking, check out his website at thesuccesscore.com. That's thesuccesscorps.com. Sean, thanks so much for being here today. You're a rock star, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy and precious day to listen to the Living the Law of Action show. I so appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me, along my very special guest and dear friend, Sean Douglas, to touch your heart, move your soul, inspire you. Remember, take time out to breathe. Don't let fear stop you. Decide, plan, act. Live a life of inspired action. I'm Rob Actis. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Living the Law of Action show with Mr. Action, Rob Actis. Please rate, review, and subscribe.